Hey dudes, it's Alex here. Hey, just a shout out. I am doing my show, uh, my Don't We Look Stupid show that I did at Fringe this year. I'm doing a one-off show in Newcastle on the 6th of January at, I think it's 6 o'clock. It's uh, just before the showcase there. If you are in Newcastle and you want to come along, uh, grab some tickets. It's going to be super fun and then stay around for the showcase show. Uh, that would be amazing. Also, uh, yeah, sign up to the Patreon. We've got amazing episodes coming up. It's a lot of fun. You're going to love it. If you love the normal episodes, you'll absolutely love the Patreon as well. So get into that. Cheers. Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. we got a very special guest in the studio today, very funny comedian, Nick Cody's here. How are g'day, you, mate? Thank you very much for having me, gents. Thanks course, for coming mate. in. Thanks for coming in. And we're going back to Victoria yes. this week, and we're doing <laughs> a suburb that I believe you just described as the Penrith of... <laughs> Melbourne, yeah. which is great because we're yeah. big fans of Penrith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're talking Hoppers Crossing. 3029 represents. Yes. <laughs> Show us those knuckles, that, Nick. Oh, oh, yeah. got, <laughs> <laughs> no, got them lasered off. It's actually my lip. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> do you know anyone, did anyone from you that you went to school with have a postcode tat? Uh, no, possibly people I went So I went to what at the time was rated, I believe, the second worst primary school in the state of Victoria. It was voted by the Herald Sun. It's really rough um, to be rating primary schools as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is the worst daycare in the Southern Hemisphere. It's like, yeah. all right, let the kids go. None of these dipshits have a pen license. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking losers. Um, but then I, I got an academic scholarship to a private school oh, for high school oh, and right. fucking real game changer. But it was still... Is a private school, but a private school in the western suburb. Okay. So it's just white trash in suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spring racing carnival. <laughs> Tarakash. But yeah, it was very, um, very different to the. That'd be funny. Like Tarakash is your school blazer. You got to go oh, and get yeah. fitted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Beautiful. So um, I guess give us a uh, an overview of Hoppers Cross and what's the vibe of the place. Is, is it is it just sort of the west? Is it the right at the western edge of what you'd consider Melbourne, or does it get even further west and then you're sort of not in like yeah, you're well in it's Melbourne? Sort of, right? It's sort of south because it's north of Werribee, which is technically like you're around the bay, so the western right, part yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the bay. Um, it's halfway between Melbourne and Geelong. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. So it's it's blown up so much, even since I left when I was maybe nineteen. Um, it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Like where I used to, where I grew up in Hoppers was like one of these new estates. Yeah, you know, yeah. just nothing around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. new houses. Everyone's getting in there. Yeah, having yep, a yep. go. Um, but yeah, Werribee itself is an older suburb. Hoppers, um, I guess, was yeah, yeah, like the. Added on suburb, yep. but now it's it's huge. Yep, yep. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Was there a big fanfare when they opened Pacific? Where is it just well, called Pacific Werribee? Yeah, it used to be called Werribee Plaza. Okay, which is where yeah. I worked. Harris Scarf, shout out. Haberdasher, Slinging Haber. Yeah, I was at uh, Harris Scarf at the Werribee Plaza in the first extension, but now it's got this big fucking wall around. It's like Game of Thrones, <laughs> like the the white wall. It's um, it's yeah, it's just yeah, it's. I don't know, it's a bit too fancy. Okay. I used to love a plaza. Yeah, that's it used to be all plazas. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they've all become massive. Like they've all got a facelift and it used to just to be like a big W of Woolies and a yeah. reject shop and that's like I mean, this is all we ever need. Queen yeah. is holding firm. We still have Riverside have plaza. plaza. They've made no attempt to upgrade. Oh really? It. It's just Riverside <laughs> Plaza. In fact, I think it's getting worse. Last time I went there, there was like <laughs> shops all shut. See, I'm a terrible. I'm a fan of those. There's one in another western suburb called Sunshine. Um the Sunshine Plaza, Grim. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got a village cinema with V. It's called V Junior, which is like a cinema for kids. Uh-huh. So there's a slide in there. There's what? a there's half time. Yeah. Oh yeah, they just go. Hey, it. time out. Kids want to run around, do some calorie in, play with Hot Wheels. Jeez, yes. that's guys awesome. with small bladders. Kids aren't even watching. I'm assuming there's no fort. They're not watching the Irishman. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so so I took my boys to a movie the other week. I'm like, lads, this is an animated feature. It's 72 minutes. Like, <laughs> we don't need <laughs> a fucking break. Yeah. We do this in one shot. Yeah. I think legally, go. the definition of a plaza is it has to have. A donut king in it. Oh yeah, or a Wendy's. Mm. Yeah, donut yeah. king or a Wendy's. Otherwise, king, it's a mall. Hundred percent. Donut king. The plaza used to have a donut king and a Wendy's. Where it be plaza? But I don't see many Wendy's around anymore. No. Like donut king, I thought, 
they are fucked. They're going to fall away. The mm. Donut King is... back with a vengeance. Yeah. They just opened a new one in the Marrickville Metro. Yeah. Yeah. They're opening new stores. <laughs> <laughs> in Marrickville. They're doing unbelievable yeah. places yeah. like Marrickville. Yeah. 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 Recession yeah. my balls. Wrongly the king. Make Australia a plaza again. <laughs> <laughs> Since the inauguration, they're like, now we got a real king. we got a fucking Donut yeah, King. this is our time. This is our time. There was a bit of a controversy recently in the, only the last couple of um, weeks at Pacific Werribee. I saw a couple of news articles. Um, well, actually, I was do- I was looking through reviews, and a lot of the same themes kept coming up, and I was like, "What's going on here?" But there's been a big outcry after a Christmas display at Werribee um, Pacific Werribee. Christmas, the word Christmas was omitted, so it said, yeah. "It said Merry Everything," yeah. and that did not sit well with the people. No, of it's, not go, it's not going to go well. <laughs> Red there. rag. Mick, one star, four days ago. I don't. I won't attend a location that discriminates. <laughs> <laughs> To Pacific Werribee, the English word Christmas is a shortened form of Christ's mass. Refusing to use the word Christmas is offensive. Are they going to do this for all religions or holidays? I don't think so. Classic. We've all heard that one. Yeah. And then my favorite one from Peter. Wow. Trending worldwide. Rightly so. Merry everything. Everything except this shopping center. Go woke, go broke. (laughs) (laughs) Also, trending worldwide, front page of New York Times. They're not talking about this. I don't feel that's a bit of a rush. I feel like Woodward Bernstein. Get get Gaza off the front page. We've got a bigger story. Pacific. (laughs) Gaza. Plaza. (laughs) (laughs) Plaza Strip. (laughs) Plaza Strip. Another crisis in Plaza. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the um, thing. The. the, the plaza's got a got an upgrade, yep. but a lot of the people haven't. <laughs> 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 There's still plaza people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's plaza people. Yeah, just Pacific. because the aircon's fancy, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I did find something about hoppers as well, which was um, it got a little bit of new. Dan Andrews made a post about it, um, 2019. So this is before uh, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Pre. This is his before Freeze dictatorship. Freeze dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, the history of Hopper's Crossing up until pretty recently was it was named after a bloke, Stephen Hopper, and um, who was a worked on the rail. And he said he was a rail worker, and there was a um, a level crossing there and a gate, and he would manually come out, and if anyone wanted to cross, he would lift the gate, and they'd go through and mm-hmm. check. There's no trains, right? And um, but someone, some historian, AI is taking his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what a geek! That's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. geek. I mean, if you're doing that, you should have the town named after you. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like all hours a night, he'd have to go out there. Someone would ring a bell and oh, get out. He's got his foot up, sleeping hat, and his yeah, with his hands shuffling like, out. And someone's like, "Sorry, I forgot my keys. Can I just come <laughs> out?" And it's like, mate, give me a break. So that was Stephen Hopper. Um, but somebody he's looked like into a lighthouse keeper for the land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lonely life. <laughs> well, it wasn't, but he had a family, he had a wife and a bunch of kids. He had 11 kids. Yeah, um, that's hoppers. Yeah, those, they're hopping. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Breathing like rabbits, right? They're <laughs> hopping. Um, so, but someone looked into the records and found um, Stephen Hopper. It had his job branch of his, the branch that he worked in was an engineer and his job was a ganger. Like a gang, a gang leader, like leading a gang of labourers, uh-huh. and then his wife Elizabeth Hopper, her job was gatekeeper. Okay, so actually, so you're going to sh- say she was also a ganger? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Drew, not that pod. Uh, but uh, so she was actually the one going out and lifting the ah, thing. So uh, it's actually named after her. It should be named after her and not him, right? Okay. So her oh. job was that. That's like that movie where the woman was painting all those weird things and then the husband took credit for it and made all the millions. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much the same stakes. <laughs> <of that. laughs> they yeah. should make a movie about Hopper's Crossing. They <laughs> the naming of Hopper's Crossing uh, on Netflix this summer. There we go. Um, but uh, so then, of course, Dan Andrews posts this and says, you know, history can be biased. It can be sexist too. Here's a perfect example. It just gives a bit of history that uh, information that, you know, we thought about it wrong and just it was assumed it was a bloke who did it. It was actually the wife and hats off to that. So, you know, they're not going to do anything. It's just changing the history books. 95% of comments, really positive. Just people going, I lived in Werribee for 40 years and I never knew this. Always thought it was named after Stephen. That's great. Da, da, da. Awesome. 95. Other 5% are broken oh, no. up into two parts. It's, it's Mick again. Bullshit. can't do that. Go, my, go, brokes. <laughs> well, the first one is AI's very... probably uh, taking the fucking job. The first too. part of the other percent is literally George's and the Johns of the world saying there's no sexism anymore. This is bullshit. Modern day fem- feminism has gone too far. Come on. Men... <laughs> 
men have been doing it tough. There's no such thing. Feminism's <laughs> overblown. Plain and the other five percent are, pe- are blokes going. There's no way a woman would stay up all night doing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, oh, women aren't up to that sort of. Women can't lift the gate and close so it again. Funny. And so it's humble. <laughs> and then the third, actual, the third part are some weird, uh, weirdo, a little bit spacey engineer guys who are like, a ganger is not technically an engineer. Engineers are very complicated. So <laughs> they're upset that he was considered an engineer and not a ganger, which is a labourer, effectively. But um, Facebook. Comment sections are no place for engineers. No, no, no exactly. God, they can this build is for it, old people who've lived there for ages and races. Yeah. It's a battle. I was very Sexist surprised. and the elderly to yeah. battle over. Who. I was very surprised there wasn't more people going back after COVID. I mean, like, but Dan, why won't you let me in the pub? You know, sort yeah. of stuff. So it was quite tame in the end. But there you go. So Hopper's got a little bit of recent history about Hopper's. Beautiful. To yeah. round out the reviews, I've got one a little more uh, left field. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're researching, you go on Reddit and you find... Sometimes it gives you little gifts. Like, we found out recently that Tom Cashman is considered quite a hunk on the Taskmaster Reddit. That was a gift. People draw fan art of him. They talk about his chemistry with everyone. Yeah. But then what kept coming up in Hopper's Crossing was, like, people asking, A, if it's a good place to live, yeah. B, about meetups at a place called Club X. And I was like, what the fuck's Club X? And it's a big... Like a sex, um, yeah. sex shop. It's a big sex shop, but it also yeah, like has, chain, like... Right? But it also has like a porno theater in it, from what I can oh, gather. Wow. Where like <laughs> with a slide down the side. Halfway yeah. through as well, but it's three minutes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but it has a, it has like a full porno theater, and I think it's got some kind of like swingers club vibe because a lot of the positive reviews like came here with my wife, fucked another bloke's wife, top notch. <laughs> and then I found two like one star reviews that I loved, and this one guy wrote, "There were no V buck cards. Could not buy V bucks for Fortnite. Very not happy." There's a response from the owner saying, I take it you know Club X is Australia's largest retailer of adult toys. I'm not sure you, why you think Club X would sell a card to buy coins for a children's online game. <laughs> <laughs> so someone went in yeah. there trying to buy Fortnite gift cards and was mad. Maybe they thought it was one of those highway, like KFC, Subway, Maccas. <laughs> yeah. like, is this not an EB game? <laughs> Where are the Funkos? That, that Club X open, I remember, because I would have been... I would have been maybe 13 or 14 and uh, I lived not not far. It's on Old Geelong Road, I think, and I used to live behind that. And um, my parents were driving home from the shops. There was like a grand opening, like balloons and a fucking <laughs> yeah. wavy man and all that shit. <laughs> He's got another X. limb going like this. It's all yeah. blop dolls. <laughs> my, my parents have gone in, told them. So I hear this story. So they get home and they've got a bag, right? And uh, they said, we just went in and told them, it was our anniversary. It wasn't their anniversary, but it's like what I, my mates and I used to do when the ice cream truck came around. It was like an old Italian guy that would just forget that you told him it was your birthday week before. So yeah. just 52 free ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Rinsing this so old they said we, we told him it was our anniversary and I'm at home and i got some mates at my place and I'm like, yeah, and? And they go, my mother goes, they gave us this and she's unsheathed. A fucking huge dilt, but like a floppy <laughs> fat dude. Just like, ah, just embarrassing me. Was, <laughs> they're the best. Like, my parents are the best. That's an awesome know. story. That, yeah, nothing funnier. Yeah, yeah, right, so we've embarrassed good. him in the bin. <laughs> I, hope, I hope in the bin. Yeah, put in the trading post or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> On eBay, never used. And the other review, one star. Oh, uh, no, this is a two star review. So, a lot, so a little bit to like, but it was a uh, get some chips. Chairs in the glory hole rooms, <laughs> standing room only, uh-huh. and nothing playing on the screen. It's like, who's sitting down at a glory? Yeah. It's like yeah, the, the angles are all wrong. Laziness. Yeah, not, yeah, the screens is like, <laughs> yeah. It's a problem with phones. I don't yeah. know lost in them. Everyone, you can't even get sucked off by a stranger. <laughs> you everyone's need to watch everyone's, it. everyone's glued to their the screens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. glued to my seat as well. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that really, I mean, if I ever went to a glory hole situation and I had complaints, I'm not going online and posting a review. <laughs> yeah, I also, like, I wonder, like, at what shoulder. point you're, like, you're getting sucked off at a glory hole and you're like, fuck, could you use a sit? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. this is all right. Tough on their back. But maybe it's the... Maybe it's the sucker yeah. who's turned up to the other side oh. of the wall. Oh, no one's turned up, yeah. but he's like, fucking... Bit of ESPN wouldn't go straight. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> sports uh, center. Wouldn't want to watch this for 30 for 30. <laughs> uh, I love which side of the fence that Nick relates to is the guy sucking <laughs> <laughs> It's like, surely you need a seat when you're sucking yeah. through a glory hole. There we go. Oh, did, like, 
are people on shift at these things or is it just for the love oh, of the game? Mate, we're not going to yeah. figure this out in this. <laughs> I think we're going to really come back is it, is it like magnets? Like if two suckers... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go? Nah. No, I'm just like yeah. It's just the yeah. hospital at Werribee with two people fused at the mouth. Yeah. Like, it was a double sock accident. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Picturing the two dicks going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's uh, unreal. That, yeah. Damien Power has that bit. Does he? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's so when people bit. say being gay is unnatural. They couldn't touch this. So, <laughs> so good. That's great. That's great. This, that's weird. Like, that sounds like a bit of suburban, like to throw a bit of a sex shop. And because I, in, in it where I'm from. It's big as well. Is it, is it a big shop, right? Like, it's pretty big. Yeah, it was a yeah. big. Like, it's a big. It's one of those. Um, you know, there'll be a fucking Nick Scarly and a Harvey yeah, Norman yeah. and a Bunnings yeah. and a 99 bikes and a, yeah. you know, yeah. Carl yeah. Den and the, you know, it's just all a part of the, yeah. A home uh, maker yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. And a home wrecker <laughs> 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 Look what I got. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's sort of seen like you drive past and like, there's a sex shop or whatever. It's a little tucked away little yeah, thing yeah. somewhere. Very you know, discreet. it's not like. It's not like brothel hidden, but it's certainly not like well, you know, come in for the stock taste. There is a brothel near there, and I know this because it was my mate's 18th, and some friends and I went along to the brothel. This is like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we're going to do what we're going to do. It wasn't his, but he wasn't there. We're going to do a. Um, have you seen The Cable Guy, the Jim yeah. Carrey yeah. film? And so Matthew Modine, I think, hooks up with a chick, and he thinks he's just hooked up with her. And Jim Carrey in the morning is like, yeah, my shout, next time your shout. And he's like, what? And he's like, that was a prostitute. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And so our mate just thought he was a king. God <laughs> amongst men could get any chick. So we're going to get him a sex worker to come to the party and then hook up with him <laughs> and then go, it's a sex worker. <laughs> and my mate and I and my girlfriend's sister at the time came along and we sat down on this chair and we're about to talk to the receptionist about it. And my girlfriend's sister looks next to her leg and on the couch in reception, massive cum stain. Oh. <laughs> it's like, we've got to go. It's more of like, you realise that the f- like the funny idea when it starts inching towards reality. Yeah, like yeah, the, oh, the reality of this is way too deep. I would love to see yeah. the negotiations that have just been like, now, have you seen the cable guy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, you got their big sign saying, no cable guy scan. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens every week. Yeah. <laughs> If there were screens at Sex Bar, I'd take you over and say, <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, speaking of, you know, a super center or, you know, these kind of big old businesses, this is the one I wanted to talk about. And I really want someone to adapt it into like an Animal Kingdom style movie or like mm-hmm. an Underbelly series at the very least. <laughs> so this happened, this starts in the summer of 2016 going into 2017. Yeah. And businesses all around Melbourne, mostly in the Western suburbs, um, they start being firebombed or like, Set a light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happening um, a bit at the minute too. Is that right? Yeah, tobacco joints. Oh, like illegal tobacco. Okay. Mm. A few fire bombings. Interesting. Damn. This one's not quite as dark as that. Um, so many of these arson attacks, they were unsuccessful, but just like minor damage. Um, usually a Molotov cocktail thrown into like a car park or into a vehicle through a window at the front, but they just burn themselves out. However, one business, which was a beloved Hoppers Crossing business called A&A Jumping Castles, oh. which was mm. run by a well-known local couple, um, was completely engulfed when a Molotov cocktail was thrown through a smash window, causing a huge blaze that engulfed the factory and destroyed 110 jumping castles. Ruined them. Wiped them both out. I right. think they're, they're both childcare workers now. Surely that's the national limit of jumping castles when there's 110 in one shop. In yeah, must be that's huge. unbelievable, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's really Um Some of the businesses that had uh, failed attempts, um, they got hit again. In particular, there was a place called Extreme Party Hire, owned by a bloke named Andrew Salaba. So take note of that name. Um, and that was hit three times by Molotov cocktails, but it just wouldn't take. So they kept going out. But police at this point start taking notice and they're picking up on it's a little party. clue. Yeah. It's yeah. a fake Molotov It's a fake candle. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. candles. Yeah. So they're one pick- of those guys. Launch him. So, yeah, they pick up on the little clue, namely that every one of these businesses is a jumping castle hire. Yeah, place. and the third party hire joined in hoppers. Well, you're hitting the nail on the head here. A few months later, the only jumping castle hire place didn't get hit 
which is a place called Awesome Party Hire, <laughs> goes up in flames. And a couple of days later, police arrest two blokes named Craig Anderson and Peter Smith, who immediately point the finger at James Balcom. Um, after police, after, this is a great detail. After police noted uh, they matched some DNA from a empty bottle of Kentucky Gold whiskey that they recovered oh. from the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, more of a Nelson County. <laughs> 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 I can't see that. They're like, this is party people. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a party crew drink. <laughs> and um, and they yeah. saw a bottle or a can? A bottle. Bottle. And oh, they, they said um, they DNA. matched the DNA to to Craig. This dude Craig Anderson. Imagine DNA. Oh, fingerprint. I guess I was going to say is he drinking. Out of the bottle to get yeah, DNA. That's unreal. Um, and he goes, mate, you know, you're, you're basically pinched here. And they immediately um, turn around. They blame this bloke, James, which, as you may have guessed by now, is the owner of Awesome Party Hire. So it turns out he'd gotten a call from someone in the business who was married to a cop. And they were like, hey, just on the down low, there's an investigation about these fires. And you're the only business that hasn't had a fire. So he got these two blokes to go burn his business. But they got sprung there. They turned around and they were like, James set us all up. He told us to burn him down. Um, and so shortly after these three get arrested, um, James Balcom, he got in- interviewed by police, charged and granted bail, but he failed to appear in court in December 2018 after providing his lawyer with a fake medical certificate and he skipped town to Perth, mm-hmm. which I, I, I'd love. Yeah. I feel like and Perth to me is like it's the dress rehearsal from fucking off to Darwin. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just dipping your toe yeah, in the water a little bit. Darwin, yeah, change your sure. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like having a loose week on the Goldie before you go to <laughs> yeah, exactly. Miami or something. Yeah. It's like yeah, B grade. <laughs> Get some minutes in. Who wants yeah. to go to Jupiter? <laughs> Absolutely. So he did. He did this. He changed his name. Uh, he lived under the name Paul Johnson and began creating fake postage stamps <laughs> until. Until That's fucking twenty, like, <laughs> but up until this point, like, but pre-firebombing, not a criminal at all, just a run-of-the-mill bouncy castle store. Yeah, we'll get into know. a bit of his background, but you're right; he had no criminal history or anything. But I love like 2016, getting into knockoff stamps. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Last time I've seen a stamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only, only guy who thinks getting in a party hire is a career, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, like, yeah. Well, he's got, he needs a career advisor. This guy, every idea he's he not heard of stamps.com. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't listen to podcasts much, um, but he's. His fake stamp um, scam became unstuck when the AFP started investigating and they go, hang on, this looks like this bloke who we've seen is wanted in Victoria. Uh, And then the cops turn up to his place in Perth to check him out. He answers the door in a wig, which I just find another great detail. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to have a wig. A, a party hire. Like it's, you know, he's a party hire dude. So I imagine like <laughs> pink wig. It's probably like a big yeah. fucking... Uh, Marks big like it. Tina Turner wig. Yeah. Uh, this is him, by the way. Have a go at this bullet-shaped head. Have you ever seen a bizarre bonce? Than this <laughs> oh, fucking? yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it's sick. perfectly like... Um, it's a neg. It's an egg-shaped yeah. head. Mm. Good on him. Um, eventually... I love a wig... I love someone getting caught in a wig as well. I remember Tony Mockbell. Mm. Yes. So it's unreal. What I heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, but the photo when he's caught in Greece, he was a massive underworld figure in mm-hmm. Victoria. Gets caught in Greece, and the photo is this wig all fucked up. Yeah. And I've heard from multiple people that the his wig was on fine. The wig was looking good. The cops arrest him and then spin the wig. To the side to make it look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> look at this police brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a nipple cripple. And yeah. a, <laughs> <laughs> and we need the body cam footage. They <laughs> 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 turned it off, probably. Yeah, the footage has gone out. That's comes back on and his hair's all skewing. I mean, that's ACAB. All cops are bullies. Eventually, this bloke faces court. The story hits the papers which produced one of my favourite headlines. This is from the Daily Mail. Jumping Castle Mogul was so obsessed with being Australia's best bouncy house operator, he firebombed all his competitors. Yeah. Well, so that's the article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sure. Daily Mail do forget that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they squeeze up. a lot yeah. in, don't exactly. they? Exactly. Like um, a bit more bikini pics. Of <laughs> and, By uh, the way, here's his wife. And <laughs> his whole Instagram reel. Um, but, but, you know, Jamie asked about the background earlier. So he first entered the party hire business under the name Awesome Party Hire in 2000. Six, um, but then after a conversation in 2011 with his brother's neighbour, which is Andrew Saliba, this oh, guy who owns yeah. Extreme Party Hire, <laughs> he, that guy he learned how lucrative jumping castles were, 
and in 2011, he invested in inflatables to expand his business. Oh. So apparently, this guy's making hand over you know, cash mm, yeah. uh, over fist, and and he wants to get a, like a little taste of it, and that's why he tried to just hit him three times. He wanted yeah. to get him out because he was the guy who got him, him into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says his ambition grew into an obsession uh, on becoming the most successful party hire and jumping castle <laughs> operator in Melbourne. The judge, in the judge's closing comments, he said, quote, it consumed his every waking moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a jumping castle guy. Uh, and then, of course... I always love when there's, yeah, crimes committed. You hear that with, like... You know, Italian mafia stuff here in Australia. I love it. It's like a lot of the times it's like market garden yeah. related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a fruit shop. Because, yeah, when it's someone killing someone and it's over 10 tonne of meth or whatever, you go, yeah, I could see how that happens. Mm. But it's like, no, this guy has cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cucumber king. What a weird it's thing. so silly. <laughs> and, um, and, of course, um, you know, this comes up on, on mid-flight brawl a lot, so you'll love this. Unsurprisingly, he was an absolute pisshead at the time, so he went for the old mental health defence. Great. And, it, and it, you know, what else you got? I mean, it failed. got the wigs. <laughs> oh, did it fail? Uh, no, yeah, he got done. He went went to jail. Uh, I don't know if he's out yet. Didn't look didn't look too far into that. But, yeah, he went for the old man. I was on the piss too much. I, want, I got consumed with being the best party. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the... Um, you think the mental thing would have been helped by the fact that he moved to Perth to make <laughs> underground <laughs> yeah. stamps and wear a wig yeah, while he's at home? That totally. I mean, you take the, the DNA off the bottle and you're like, this guy, look <laughs> what he's drinking. He's off the reservation. Yeah. <laughs> That's unreal. Oh, I guess there must have been some characters around there. Did you you moved out when you were y- yeah, like, like 19, yeah. 19, so you went yeah. around that. But much. the whole teen years I was there, my the street that I grew up in, um, fucking awesome, awesome street the neighbors are all great but some loose units one guy's in jail forever for killing someone at a nightclub <laughs> and he once brought out a gun at the plaza when i was with him so he's like a gang member and um someone's come up and said hey man can you get us a weapon and he's like yeah and they're like what do you have like knives or whatever and he's like well, i've got a gun just had a gun in his bag Jesus and i'm like Christ. like a fucking uh <laughs> academic scholarship <laughs> <laughs> playing footy. i don't want to get in trouble what the fuck's he got a gun at the shops you know fuck. um Jesus. And, yeah, he was in trouble. There was a guy that would get around in a VL yellow Commodore with the number plate Lebjet. That is awesome. Like that, yeah. that's the sound of hoppers. Just yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. um, we had one of one of the neighbours. This happened after I moved out. Um, a couple of my mates went to intervene because he was, he was getting into the shard a little bit. Okay. A little bit too much mm. ice. And they've gone over to his house and um, they've gone in and all the windows are blackened out and everything and he's in there. He's like, boys, before you talk, I need, I need all your phones. And they go, yeah, right. Gives them, they'll hand over their phones and he goes over to a table where he's just ripped the top off a PlayStation and just soldered a whole bunch of phone charging cables into the top. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked a PlayStation and yeah. a lot of phone cables. Plugs them all in and he goes... All right, now the cops can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you here for? And my, my mates are like, we think you smoke too much ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's incredible. That's fucking brilliant. That's so yeah. funny. That's so funny. I don't know how he, someone stitched him up. It's like, you know, if you fuse a charging cable in a place, the cops can't hear us. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. unreal. Loose yeah. units. Um, my mum got in a bit of trouble. I've told, I, about fuck, six years ago, it was a closing story, my tour, it was about, she'd gone out one night to get, she was just hungry, and was like, I'll go get Hungry Jacks, mm-hmm. but down the main street of Werribee, and that night, this ended up on a current affair, there was a, like a house party, and this must have been maybe, I reckon 2009 or 10, around then, I forget when it was exactly, but there was a house party, and someone sent out, in an invite online, like f- it's five dollars all you can drink. Yeah, I read about this yeah. article, like and they a thought like, Worthington style party. Yeah, yeah. it's like fifty people will turn up, and like four hundred kids turn up to mm-hmm. a house party. Mm-hmm. A, a fucking riot breaks out. It crosses the main street of Werribee, and the Hungry Jacks is on the corner, and my mum's in the car oh. in the drive-through, oh and a girl jumped up on the bonnet, and it was my dad's work car, and my mum grew up in Broad Meadows, which again is like very. Very similar to where, like, same vibe. Yep. And families from Northern England, she's the best, but she's a fucking loose unit. <laughs> Just gets out the car and goes, get the fuck off my car. <laughs> Back, coward punched by a dude. 
oh. in the riot, compl- like knocked out. Fuck. What? Wakes up in hospital the next morning with my dad by her bedside and my dad's distraught. He's like, holy shit, we didn't know what happened. And there's police there and they're like, Mrs. Cody, how are you feeling? And she said, pretty fucking hungry. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, I got punched out between ordering and getting the food. Yeah. <laughs> I got a taste of the whopper. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Tell so close what? yet so far. Real snakes oh. and ladders game. <laughs> Tell you what, though. It would have been a great use for that big soft dildo she brought from the club. <laughs> someone was like, get off my car and just smash wow. it. <laughs> the veiny mace. Let's get a big bang stuck yeah. on his head. She's I got that postcode tattooed on yeah. it. I assume that you hold the... You hold the knob, the knob and then hope the balls. You whip the balls. Yeah, you whip the balls. If I was to use a dildo, a big dildo with balls as a weapon. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, it had yeah. balls on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You don't see that often, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really collect r- soft rubber dildos. <laughs> I'm looking to get into it. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> are they worth more or are they worth less? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Nick. This will help me in my search. I did find a, a local legend of Werribee. Um, I don't know if you know this, Nick. Um, local legend, Australian cricketing hero, Merv Hughes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, his dad was a substitute teacher at the primary school I went to. Second worst. At the second worst primary school. <laughs> and uh, he was a fucking lit, like, Merv Hughes' dad oh, is man. a teacher. Mr. And he Hughes. was such a champ. He was the teacher, like, I'm in primary school, 92 to 98. And it's that time where they are starting to be concerned about, you know, kids shouldn't just be able to do whatever they want. Yep. But he was the teacher that's like, your ball's on the roof, I'll give you a boost. Like a teacher <laughs> yeah, that yeah, gives yeah, you yeah, a yeah, child yeah. a boost to get on a <laughs> roof. It's like, what a mad cat. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he rock the mo? Or is he no, he didn't have the mo. Interesting. I don't think. I'm trying to, yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what he's uh, old boy, but, like, Merv is – you, you get from reading a little bit. We all know Murphy. I don't know if you know Jamie, but uh, I believe Jordan Barr on the episode she did said that in Q that Merv Hughes just used to like fucking sit at the pub and drink. There That's all right, day, she right? did. Yeah, he, he like he seems She's from Q. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How the other half live, huh? It's oh, <laughs> money, money. Not, not a plaza to be seen. <laughs> That's why it was at the bar all yeah. yeah. She didn't yeah. even know what a donut king yeah. was. Yeah. I can't get it, a yeah. choc mega shake around. <laughs> yeah, she said she used to see him all the time. She, yeah, yeah, she it was very funny. But he's he's like so much character about Merv Hughes. Like he so he's uh he played fifth grade. So in third grade he started playing um for Werribee's played footy as well. Um yep. AFL massive. Didn't Warney play AFL Yeah, as well? I think it's quite common, for especially for big fellas. Like Warney's well, it's winter game, sun, summer game, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, that, you know, if, if you're athletic and Merv was a, a big strapping guy, mm. so he's a six foot four unit and so big physical presence. So he played um, so he played for the VFL first division for Werribee for 95 games. Um, was quite good. Like he was trialing for Geelong and stuff. It didn't, you know. So he was. He yeah, was VFL's just below AFL. Just below so AFL. Yeah. Yep. So he and he was so in the yeah. paper and stuff good. as like there's clips that I saw of him like local young guns kicking goals. Mm-hmm. Da da da. Could be a big yeah. thing. But uh, then he he starts playing for um, Footscray and for cricket as well. And he starts taking off and he he just basically um, just as cricket. In the 80s, it gets a lot of money behind it from the, the Packer World Series stuff that they're doing. So there's more money in that, and they've got this big demand. So he starts playing, and he's just, like, clearly a character. He gets nick- he, he gets nicknamed um, – the, the Alan Bordy calls him Fruit Fly because he's Australia's biggest pest. Right? <laughs> so he's a real mouthy, yeah. annoying, chirpy guy. Um, and he starts playing uh, for Australia. He gets um, infamous when uh, he starts – so there's this boring game against Pakistan. The it's rain delayed, and then uh, the stop rain stopped. They're waiting to come back out, and he starts warming up out on the field. He starts doing his stretches, and every and he said I could keep him this big roar behind me, but every time I looked around, there was nothing going on, and so I'm like whatever. And then they come over and said, mate, every time you do your stretch, the whole crowd is doing it behind yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. That, right. that was yeah, great footage. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> so there's in. this great footage of him doing this, and the entire crowd is doing stretches. It's like a cheering. pantomime or something. Yeah. And so he keeps going like, "What?" And then they all stop, and he's like, "I don't know what's going on." But that's there. how unathletic cricket used to be. Yeah. <laughs> like one man stretching. He's like, "Look at this fucking." Video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like if you're like a piss head in training, and it's like AFL or cricket, you're like. 
Cricket's my game. It's, oh, yeah. it's a Warnie's. Warnie was at, like you said, he. everyone says if he could, he could have played AFL top level, but he couldn't be eating pies and drinking. I could walk yeah. onto a cricket pitch and people would be like, now there's an athlete. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know about He's that got the hairline of a green god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he says that the MCG's full of memorabilia, but uh, there's, he's, there's a photo of him in there doing the stretch. It's one of the things that they've got yeah, there. Yeah. And he says, a lot of people remember my career because of that. And I think, mate, give me a bit of credit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's the only thing. But he's known for his well, big. Jordan ha- remembers him for sinking piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be there. Just a fan yeah. of him having a beer. You don't beer. get to choose how you remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was no. He's noted, but like I said, his big handlebar moustache, unbelievable yeah. moustache that he grew. Um, big, big um, Dennis Lilly fan. That's why he grew it. So he kept it. Apparently, um, uh, he got offered. Um, there's rumours that he insured it for two hundred thousand pounds, which he denies. <laughs> but he did get offered twenty five thousand pounds. Yeah, like what accident where you lose your mustache? Yeah, you I shave don't know. your mustache. I feel yeah. like that's a, a weird one. But he did get offered twenty five thousand pounds. Put to a row of ciggies in his mouth. <laughs> and <trying> to <laughs> I guess he was a pisshead, so he's insuring against himself. Yeah, but like, we'll shave well, it yeah off. the boys might shave this off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he turned down twenty five thousand pounds to shave it off on live TV in the UK. Wow. Um, so he was pretty attached to it. That's um, good. Because my dad always had a mustache or a goatee and then he came home. I, my mum said I was like two and he'd just cleanly shaven and I was like, ah! <laughs> I the exact same story. I, I think yeah. it made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> like I saw dad without it and was like, what the like, hell I know, Now this? I have to have a beard because my kids are five and two. I don't want to fucking yeah. destroy them. <laughs> yeah. There's a, yeah. It's like a TikTok my thing where you My kid just said one. I have to have this for at least 15 yeah. years. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a TikTok thing where like babies will be showing the dad who's just shaving and all the kids are like, what? Like they're freaking out. It yeah. is like, weird. I remember being like so children. thrown by that. Yeah. So he was... um. This is he only played fifty tests for Australia, so he's he's all in the conscious of Australian cricket. But he he did like you know most sort of top line bowlers have played one hundred and thirty tests. He only played fifty because big notorious consumer of alcohol and food. And he says that he basically he reckons that all the food and piss just blown his knees out. Right, so he he could have played a lot longer if he kept to his diet. He admits if he looked after his eight more, he would have played a lot longer. I love my food, love my drink. Ultimately, it probably did cost me because when he retired in '94, he admits his body was absolutely knackered. Right, so but it was fam- infamous on a tour in England. Steve Waugh, this is him writing in like, I think it's an autobiography or something, but it's like, it was during a game, Steve Waugh found my diet diary in the changing room um, (laughs) that that I proceeded, that I had been, um, I had enjoyed, I started getting my own personal dietitian to to cut down on weight and she'd asked me to write down what I ate and Steve Waugh found the diary and read it out to the team. (laughs) And apparently in that was uh, an early visit on the tour, he had visited uh, Planet Hollywood in London when he'd ordered and eaten a bowl of nachos, a dozen chicken wings, a chicken burger, half a chicken burger that someone else couldn't finish, <laughs> <laughs> a chocolate dessert, yeah. two cocktails, and 15 pints of lager. Holy ah, shit. Oh, that's, that's a big dinner. <laughs> that's, that's like the, that's, that's more the, impressive than the sports shit. Yeah. <laughs> the chocolate and the beer is the bit. I'm like, yeah, oh, man, you're not mixing. Yeah. Chocolate I love dessert. it so much. It's like... How much do you eat? It's like, well, at some point I turn into a bin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just scraping it into my gold. like, what would you... I don't know. Like, if Steve Waugh rifles through my bag and finds a thing marked diary, I might prefer it to be like my teenage poetry. (laughs) (laughs) Like an itemized thing of what I'm eating and watch my figure. But Jamie's teenage poetry is about Hungry Jacks. It's like, I can't believe I ate a rack of ribs, a chicken burger. Uh, And also, in like 1993, if an athlete found a teammate's food diary, it's like... I was then called words I can't put in this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, the last thing, uh, uh, well, the other thing that Merv was famous for, infamous for, was his sledging. He was a world-class sledger. And, um, hoppers. When, yeah, hoppers, <laughs> yeah. And it's like he says, he just comes out and straight out and says it, like, I just got into people's heads and I loved it and I loved intimidating them. And he call it, doesn't call it sledging. He says it's verbal intimidation. That's what I... Right. So sledging's a soft way to call yeah. it. And he's like, no, it's verbal intimidation. It's like right? Conor McGregor, getting in your head. Get in yeah. your head, psych him out, right? So he used to just like... like You do all of it. He would stare, he would grunt, he would yell, but then he would have the clever ones as well, which are the ones that spread round. So some sort of witty ones, right? So he's bowling a Graham Gooch. I've got three here. So he's bowling Graham Gooch, Gooch, which is like, surely you can work with that somehow, <laughs> yeah. right? That's a layup. Yeah. But no, a bit more uh, witty than that. After several balls from Merv, Gooch plays and misses three in a row. 
And then Merv storms down. He goes, mate, maybe I'll bowl a piano. See if you can play that. You know, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. quite clever. Then he does another one to Graham Hick and another series. He's bowling to him, bowling. Can't get an edge, can't get an edge. And he turns and goes to, to Hick, mate, turn the bat over. There should be instructions on the other side. Which is <laughs> <laughs> good. I That's love that. Fun, yeah. And this good. one is his most infamous one. So he's he gets told as a Pakistani guy called Javed Mirdad, who's a um, really good batsman, and he gets told, don't sledge him. Because he he he's, he fires up and he's even better when you sledge him. This guy is like a hard nut Pakistani guy. So Merv's like, all right, I won't bloody sledge him. So he starts bowling to him and this guy's blocking him and Merv starts staring at him. He's not sledging yet. And he looks and Alan Border's like, don't fucking sledge him, don't sledge him. So eventually, Javed me and Dad starts sledging Merv. So Javed me and Dad, Merv bowling over and Javed me and Dad's like, Merv, you should be driving buses. You're too fat to be playing cricket. And then he hits him for a four and he's like, you're a fat bus driver. Come on, toot, toot. You're a fat bus driver. Wax him for a four. You're a fat bus driver. Da, da, da. And Moe's like fucking seeing red. So he goes around the wicket, bounces him. Also, second language sledging. Yeah. yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Perfect stuff. Just before, just before he's going out, like warming up, yeah. he's looking in a fucking <laughs> yeah. popular yeah. phrases. Just, yeah. What's a bus driver in English? Yeah. A fat, how do I get fat? Toot yeah. <laughs> toot, that's toot, the same. Horns toot, are the same toot. everywhere, that's fine. So toot toot, you're a bus driver. Come on, you fat bus driver, hitting him around the park. <laughs> Move goes around the wicket, bounces him. Spoons it, caught in the slips, and Merv runs past him and goes, Tickets, please. There's <laughs> <laughs> a great video of Merv telling that story That's as well. That's so great. Was he the, uh, the guy or one of the guys? Because I think it's happened more than once where the famous um, plane ride from Australia to England and they sink like 50. Uh, that's Boone. That's Boone. Boone, yeah, Boone of course. Uh, yeah, which is like, that's, that's exactly that's the same. same guy. Some anomalous guy <laughs> that just yeah. gets born in Tassie, one in friggin' Werribee or whatever. Same big moustache, drinking mm. a thousand beers. Man, and our, our sports too is like real. So the, my footy team, I played at Werribee for juniors and the team I was on was unbelievable. Like, won 80 games in a row or something, years in a row, every premiership. And our coach, Kirk, the bet, like the best bloke, the best coach, like the sort of guy boys at that age need. You know, yeah, someone who's like yeah, yeah. harsh but fair, yeah. yep. funny. If someone got hurt, get around them. If there if there was a fight on the field, he'd go to the bench. You're gonna let your boys <laughs> get that? It's like yeah. clear the bench, motherfuckers. Yeah, let's yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a game that was like under under fourteens, and there was like three games to go in the season. We're playing St Albans, which was another like. Rough Western suburb. Like when you played at St Albans, uh, before some of the games, if you were the first game of the day, you and the other team would line up and walk across the field and look for syringes <laughs> and then oh, put God. your hand up and they'd come out with the yellow thing <laughs> oh, and Jesus the tongs that I reckon were from the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of boiled hot dog water will fucking sort out hepatitis. Don't worry about the kids. But we're playing against St Albans and we're like 20 points down at three-quarter time and – Normally, I don't know if you're AFL fans, but you only go to the rooms at half time, first quarter time and three quarter time. Like, you're, you're starting the, the field. Yeah. yeah. And the coach is like, Kirk goes, We're going into the rooms. And the umpire's like, Kirk, you can't. He's like, Fuck off. We're going into the rooms. <laughs> and some of the parents are like, Kirk, I hope you're not going to yell. And he's like, I'm not taking him in there to fucking pat him on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Takes us in there, just fucking tears strips off everyone. His son, Jim, who was a gun, is in the team. Jim is fucking, he's just going, he's starting to go. Everyone's copying it. Sends us back out. And at the start of the fourth quarter, I look around and Kirk, our under-14s coach, is just double darting. <laughs> <laughs> on the side, like two darts at a junior footy game. We come back, win, and then go through, win the se- undefeated premiers, right? And at the end, like at the end of season presentation night, he's given out the trophies. And he's like, guys, the reason that St. Auburn's game I took you in at three-quarter time is um, the club didn't have a lot of money and I could buy the trophies at the start of the season. <laughs> and you get a discount and I I put undefeated premiers on there and you were fucking – it was going to look real bad. If <laughs> <it was. laughs> so I took you in there because I didn't want the trophies to be shit. I would have had to get them all remade. Oh, a double dart. Yeah, <laughs> double dart. Stressed, man. Mad dog. So oh, I got a related one to this then, talking about uh, youth footy. There's a little he- uh, article from, I think, believe it's the Daily Mail again. An umpire was forced to run for his life Sick. as angry fans and parents at an under-15s <laughs> football ground threw punches and chased him <laughs> off the ground in Melbourne's <laughs> on Sunday. Next mom's got to do it. 
<laughs> Victoria's top cop has issued a stern warning to parents after the fight at Hogan's Road Reserve in oh, yeah. Hoppers Crossing. That's Hoppers, yeah. That's the Hoppers local ground. The brawl broke out after the umpire gave two consecutive 50-metre penalties to Point Cook in the last 30 <laughs> seconds of their grand final against Albion. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> on Albion's rough too. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria Police Chief Commissioner Graham Ashton on Monday said parents should not get involved in what happens on the football field. People should behave like reasonable adults, not like idiots when they're around kids, so they set the right example. Police are investigating the matter as an affray, a police spokesman said. The match was tight, with Albion ahead by a few points, but the penalties led to Point Cook kicking yeah. a goal and winning the Premiership. John wow. Dodd, who was at the reserve to watch his grandson play <laughs> in the under-13s grand final, ran over to watch the end of the <laughs> under-15s match because it was such a close game. Yeah. Mm. A little bit of detail I love where it's like, my grandson, look, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, mate, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real close. Uh, he said, Mr. Dodd said he saw an umpire give two 50-metre penalties against Albion, <laughs> one for overstep in the mark, and then another after an Albion player mouthed off at the Empire. Oh, fuck off in the grand final. Yeah. 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 30 go. seconds to go. 30 seconds, yeah. that's bullshit. That, that put uh, the point cook player Right in front of the goal square The siren went He kicked a goal oh, There are a few oh. points down And Point Cook won And then like bang People began running Onto the ground And abusing the umpire Now they, hoppers are copying it here But you, it's that's Albion parents Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a different suburb that's, <laughs> <laughs> You were just the venue. hoppers yeah. It's not all Yeah That's it yeah, Something that's in the, the air You know the hoppers yeah. energy you just Neutral territory For this exact <laughs> yeah. reason uh, It says There were supporters And parents Throwing punches at the umpire See. He was running away Dodging punches And if he had fallen over I don't know What would have happened He was running for his life At a junior football match Which is ridiculous So this guy Mr Dodd He's a footy umpire himself And he said that The 50 metre penalties Were legitimate oh. And that they should have Never ganged up On the umpire Suck me off Dodd and, Yeah Another spectator <laughs> Stephen said that After the post-match brawl The players went back To their change rooms Where Point Cook Were awarded Their grand final medals They were effectively Locked in And Point Cook Had to celebrate the win In their change rooms <laughs> Because oh, the parents were too right. busy trying to smash the umpire. All right, boys, hunker down. We've got to be here a while. It's more of the same after that. The guy ended up, paramedics were called, and he had injuries oh, to his yeah. upper body but was not taken to hospital. And the aftermath was broadcast live on Facebook with a 20-minute video showing adults scuffling and hurling abuse outside the change room. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's re- that is definitely the umpire's fault there. You've got to let the sledge go. <laughs> yeah. you, know, yeah. you can't yeah. give out two. 50s with 30 seconds to go. And that's that's I don't like Albion, but that's that is very <laughs> yeah, unfair. That's worth it. We used to have a shit umpire who was really, he was just way too fat and he couldn't keep <laughs> oh, up, couldn't keep yeah. up with the play. Bus and it was one of those. <laughs> Bus but he, like you'd, be, you could have the ball by yourself on the wing, nowhere near you for 30 meters, and you'd hear the whistle, and it's like Shh, push in the back. You know, yeah, like, yeah. There's no one to push in the back, man. I've <laughs> yeah. got the ball by myself. He just couldn't keep up with play. Yeah. Oh, we so had good. that. And we used to play soccer when we were probably 17. So we were all probably just adults. So it wasn't like parents were there. We were just like mates. And there was a massive – and he would just sit in the center circle. Yeah. And he would be calling penalties – like in soccer, that's a big deal, right? He's yeah. calling penalties, and he would. And one of my mate, like a guy on our team, like he got a penalty, and he just turned. Up, you didn't see anything, you fat cunt. <laughs> and then he just like red card, and he fucking walked yeah. off. And he's like thirty yards away yeah. from this guy, and I'm like, mate. Just let us do it. Let, let us ref ourselves. It's, it's yeah. embarrassing. He needs like the opera binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> like this. I used to, well, when I played rugby league, my one time our um, uh, coach, who was a you know, dad of one of the kids, he um, did in AFL, well, the, like you can get sent off as a coach, right? Like you get, or. I don't know if that oh. happens. Like, cause our our coach Kirk got Kirk sent was off. double done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three darts. Yeah. Around. <laughs> <laughs> That's your last one. <laughs> but our coach, he was, you know, we were twelve, and he was abusing the ref, abusing this ref because the ref was, and we were down. I can't remember, but we were losing this game, and we were a better team, and we were probably down by like two or three tries, and then the, our coach got sent off. Like, right. top, go sit in the stands. You can't be at the, at the touchline. Yeah. You're abusing me too much. And he just said, turn to us, all us kids. And he said something. It was just like, don't let him don't let him win. Like, don't let the ref win, boys. And we just all went, we've got to do this for yeah. Ray. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. We locked in. We fucking won. Nice. And we were like, Ray, you called him the C word. But you know what I mean? Like, we came back and won. Yeah. I mean, I think I've told this to you guys before at least, but uh, my under-14s or under-15s um, rugby league coach is 
basically the opposite of yours. Like oh. worst guy. Oh. He, he had he had <laughs> fucking like three. He had a big gap in his teeth where he'd slide his dart and they'd just oh. sit it in there. Always had a pack that of ciggies like on the shoulder. Yeah, and on. Uh, Matt, I, li- I like the idea of just getting a tooth pulled so, <laughs> yeah, say, so I can in. dart and clench my teeth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a bug, it's a feature, right? You know? yeah. <laughs> get two pulled because then you can double dart yeah. if things get really tight. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like this one's for when I get stressed out. <laughs> I remember one game this bloke because he also owned um, Greyhounds. He used to race of Greyhounds. Of course he does. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I did, oh, we knew that, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to tell what us. What a that. diverse portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Probably doesn't mind Jim Beam in a can. Nelson County, this bloke, for sure. But we rock up to, to some game, um, just somewhere in Canberra. So we had to drive from Queanbeyan, and the whole team's there. And we're all fucking looking at the watches, waiting for him. Parents like, where is this bloke? And he just went to the went to the racetrack. And we had a forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did he win? <laughs> oh, I have no win. idea. Oh. oh, just yelling at the dogs. Come on, you got to do better. Oh, That's unreal. Unbelievable. That right. Who? I mean, if, like, because he wasn't anyone's dad. No, no, that that's sus, right? If you're a forty-year-old bloke and you're coaching under twelves, then you you're not none of the kid, none of your kids are yeah. in the team. I mean, it's if you used to play for the club or something. I yeah, don't know. I, I think guess it was something like maybe, that. Actually, but no, because it was a newer club, so it he's seems just like, getting in on the ground. It seems a bit weird. <laughs> Someone's totally. a bit of a kook, you know what I mean? Surely you got. Oh yeah, you got to be a part of that. Like Kirk was yeah. a gun cricket and foot. Like the, I think the MVP for Werribee cricket is the Kirk Norton. Yeah, Metal. he's a club man, like, and he's boys in yeah. the team and yeah. stuff. I feel yeah. like there's that a little bit of ownership there. You can't be like, I might coach this team and then piss off. Got yeah. better things to do. It's got such a on. Do your uh, do your folks still live in Hoppers? Oh, they're a Werribee now. Yeah, a Werribee. Yeah. So yeah. when you go back, do you like, you know, what's the sort of nightlife there? Is it just non-existent? Do you go to the no, no, club no? It's like yeah, Werribee now is this, like it's just blown up and all, pubs that used to be rough for like. Really nice, yeah. and they're sick, like sick restaurants, really good. Watton Street, Sinnott Street, great. Um, yeah, so we'll go for pub meals or go to restaurants. Did you ever, like, when you were 18, what was the spot? But yeah, so it was Vault Nightclub at Werribee Plaza. Vault. <laughs> so there was Vault, and also at Werribee Plaza was the uh, Werribee 10 Cinemas and a La Pochetta. So if you had a date, you're doing the La Pochetta meal movie deal Beautiful. combo. You know, Beautiful. The, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm. No, no free tickets. Don't even think about the blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're not, we're not seeing the blockbuster. The yeah, yeah, yeah. These tickets can't get us in. Totally. We're having a small margarita and we're watching <laughs> the fifth best movie. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, but Vault, yeah, Vault Nightclub was a, a an interesting yep. spot. Um, and then the main street, that was in Hoppers, but then the main street in Werribee, had a joint mint, M Y N T. Hey, that's how you know it's club fancy. For a while. Yeah. Um, but the guy that ran it is now the manager. He's a legend. Is um, or he ran some of the nights. He manages Dom Dollar. I don't know if you know Dom Dollar. Just won an aria like unbelievable. Oh, like cool. one of the biggest DJs in the world. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, like, right. Huge like Steve Aoki. Yep. Fucking Tiesto sort of Shit. big huge Sydney Mind Music Bowl sold out immediately. Massive. Did he like, know him from booking Western, him at the club or Western Suburbs boy? Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think if Dom. I I was never there for a Dom Dollar night. Yep. If, mm, admit, if okay. there was one, but yeah, minute kicked off once I'd moved out. Yeah. You were there for Dollar Pot Night. I love a nightclub in a plaza. That's a very like yeah. suburban it's thing. It's all happening. Just sure. fucking slam one in there. Nightclub, a yeah. tavern. Usually it's a tavern of some yeah, sort. Yeah, there was a ta- there was plaza plaza tavern. I don't think I ever went. That's <laughs> uncreative went name. Plaza yeah. Tavern. <laughs> there was the Tigers Club, which was like the because it was Werribee Tigers, but the Tigers Club was in Hopper's Crossing. That's where I went the day I turned 18, I think was a weekday. So one mate wasn't working and first day you can go out and just get pissed. We went to the Tigers Club, yep. played a bit of bingo. Oh, <laughs> um, nice. The few dream. Dollar, few dollar box trifectas. <laughs> just annoying <laughs> all the seven-year-olds, <laughs> young 18-year-old kids. First Live, living the dream. Yeah, um, yeah it's a good... Good. Did you yeah, still have any just mates that stayed there? Like, yeah, I've got some mates. They're still, still, they're still there. Yeah. Now they've, fl- like, yeah, it, they've done the ultimate, like waited it out. And now it's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And normally, and I don't know if your mates are like this, but I know that like the rougher areas of Newcastle, like there are mates that I know around there. It's like 
like you said before, like the town that the pub's got a makeover and it's got a beer garden and they're doing all this bougie gastro food, but the, the blokes are still as rough as guys. Yeah. <laughs> so they're still yeah. complete degenerates, <laughs> right? But they're ordering this bougie yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Your mates like that? They yeah, well, they us. haven't gone to that. It's come to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they haven't bouged themselves up. No, they're not wearing no. Oxford shirts and stuff. Not at yeah. all. Do you ever get geek, like comedy gigs going out there? Yeah, there's a couple of, like Melbourne Comedy Festival do roadshow out there each year and then there's some... Um, like some venues that'll have like a monthly, yep. a monthly room, which is pretty good. Yeah, like any of the boys I grew up with or whatever, if they're going to come along, it'll be comedy festival time. Yeah, they'll come to the show. I'll come to a show. Like Kirk, the coach came to a couple in a row, and my nickname in junior footy was Crusher. Oh, and after the man. first show, he's like, "Crush mate, I was just so nervous for you, couldn't watch." <laughs> Couldn't watch. Two dots. Like, yeah, but he's like, hold on, I see two red dots in the crowd. Kirk's doubled up. I'm all right, coach. I've got this, mate. That's his version this of the This isn't light. St. Albans, mate. This is. He's got a trophy that says, crushed your gig. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck, have I got to change it? the best newcomer. <laughs> um, but then the second year he came along, he's like, could watch it this year, crush. I loved it. Yeah, like, I was nervous <laughs> for you last year. Give me like still a coach talk. Yeah, yeah. at a gig awesome. and are you pull out the whiteboard, mate. What I would have done. Uh, <laughs> open with that. Yeah. Bring that off the bench. It's actually fine. That bit. Drop that one. That's got to go. Chris. That bit, mate. You're better than that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, because he's, you know, do you still have that like, fuck? I want to please Kirky. Like oh, yeah, he's like a love. like I'll a father send, figure. Sending messages occasionally because some, you know, one of his boys I used to play with having. Kids, so Kirk's got grandkids. I'll send him messages and oh, legend. yeah, I'll that, still that's sort him. of like that life of being the the club because I imagine he's got that. Like you said, he was a club legend, and then he's coaching, yeah. and he's got yeah. blokes like you who look after. Like that's a pretty sick fucking yeah. life. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to be just a hero of that club. Yeah, the trophy name after was, you, whatever. There was one year that he left our team to go and coach his younger son's team, and we're just fucking devastated. <laughs> And the poor new coach oh, that came no. in. Yeah. Fucking hate this dude. Like, <laughs> anything different from Kirk, you know? Yeah. It's like a stepdad turned yeah. up. Like, You're not my real coach. You're not my real coach. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. He's vaping and you're like, two vapes. You're just some guy fucking my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking hell. Should we hit the last two? Kids? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Nick, uh, if someone says to you, mate, I'm coming to Hopper's Crossing for a day and I want to know what's what, I need an itinerary, something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? Where do you tell them to go? Well, you include, if you include Werribee yeah. and Hoppers all yeah, yeah. together, the whole area. You know, you, you go and out, go to a cafe, go to a cafe somewhere, get some nice brekkie, then you hit Werribee Zoo, swing by Pacific, grab yourself a thick shake. Oh, it's zoo? Zoo. Called, oh Werribee Open Range Zoo, largest oh. zoo in the Southern Hemisphere, boys. It's what? pretty famous. You can I go saw on like safaris a lot of, and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of articles that. about like their breeding program. I thought Dubbo was the big old. One, you know, the oh, big double Western we've been told. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the local rumour. Don't look it up. Don't measure. Someone said the tape measure. Like, no, no, don't need to measure that. Hold on, Kirk just sent me a text. Come back down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Dubbo said. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a trophy. Biggest two in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> and then nightlife, any pub, like the pubs, are gen- you've still got your rough suburban yeah. Yeah. sort of clubs there, like your pokey dens and whatever. But mm. yeah, there's a lot of A couple pubs. of cool, decent pubs. Yeah, strip yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah and is yeah, there right. is a is Mint the nightclub to go? No, Mint's to? gone. I don't oh. know. I don't know the night. I don't Damn. know the nightlife down there now. Damn. Which like is which is probably something. good. I'm a 36 yeah. year old father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> if I'm be like guys, like that, uh, <laughs> yeah. the latest the clubs you got to go to, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then you go to Feel, <laughs> and then you're off yeah. to Silk. If go to Silk. If I'm telling my wife I'm going to Mint with a Y, she's sending me with a Y. Babe, I'm in line at Mint. I'm double everyone's age. I'm wearing a mesh shirt. Double everyone's age. They won't let me in because I don't have leather shoes. <laughs> I need a younger fake ID. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell them I'm sick. <laughs> You're Beautiful. 24. <laughs> keep telling them I know dollar pots. <laughs> keep correcting me. Uh, all right. So the last question is, uh, with... Uh, you attain the highest level of success that you could ever want through anything. You're a superstar of the world. You've got all the money in the world. Would you settle down in Hopper's Crossing? For It's come up a bit. I don't know about that much. <laughs> Hopper's itself, there's not a not, lot of natural landmarks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. more of a boom suburb. But again, Werribee, you could get a big spot down on the, on the Werribee River. That's very nice now. Okay. But 
I don't. Can you get a big, like a decent size block of land out there? Huge blocks. That's why yeah. everyone was out right, there. Right, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what's weird now when new places pop up. It's like I got. I live in an apartment in Hoppers Crossing. What's the, <laughs> the whole point of being out there is fucking a big backyard. Yeah, 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 exactly. And our backyard was built. I think my parents got the land cheap because there was a, like we had, it was like normal fence along the side of the house and then towards the back of the backyard it became this silver gate and then normal fence and then the back fence. And the silver gate was like, cannot dig here, gas pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Medesman in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't know. It'd have to a, a fair bit would have to happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's too far. I do break your radio and gigs. Yeah. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's in true. the morning, you've got to be as close as possible. Yeah. It's a little too far out, but nothing wrong with the place itself. Fuck no. Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Back all the time. Awesome. It's awesome. a good answer. Nick, thank you for coming on the podcast so much. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, my special's out now on YouTube, Nick Cody, live at the Corner Hotel. Fuck yeah, um, check it out. Yep, and Mid-Flight Brawl, the podcast Great I do course. with Luke Heggie. The legend. The legend. With the king, Luke Heggie. The legend, Luke Heggie, oh, who absolutely. I love so much that my wife mentioned him in our wedding vows. Oh. <laughs> That's my favourite Heggie. So I talk about him so much, it's like this bit, this bit. Hey, Luke Heggie's got to be Heggie. So at my, at my wedding, and I've told this on uh, pods before, but uh, she was reading her vows and she said, I'll always laugh. Even when you tell me another bit from that same mate of yours for the thousandth time. (laughs) (laughs) I look around and there's heaps of comics at the wedding, heaps of comedians, and I'm looking, 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 and I clock eyes and Heggy is in a black shirt, bolo tie, black jeans, Dunlop KT26s, and he's got a beer. So I'm looking around, Look, I don't want to give it away, looking around and I clock eyes with him and he just goes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> of course oh, Beautiful Everything so Luke Heggie does is Oh man incredible. he's so cool yeah. <laughs> I was literally telling my mum Because I'm like You guys would love Luke Heggie My dad's like I reckon he, And I'm like doing Heggie I'm like this is He's got this bit about this and My dad was I'm bo- I'm butchering Heggie's bits yeah, But yeah. my dad's yeah. slapping He's like that's so good I'm like yeah, dude He's just the best the king. Yeah. He's a king I did better than him At the store though last night So fuck you We're getting a rebuttal For the Friday end Yeah <laughs> Uh, great listen to mid-flight brawl everyone and check out nick's special and we have a patreon now you can check that out for five bucks a month with two bonus episodes a month they are red hot hit us up on our instagram page we love hearing your stories we love hearing from you apart from that nick thanks so much for coming on represent hell yeah let's go to tattoo parlor (laughs) see you later see you